What's up, what's up, everybody? This is Carmine Davis, and you are listening to The Carmine Davis Show. What the fuck is up? What the fuck is up? What the fuck you doing, bitch? Niggas chilling. I'm doing good. <laughs> How was your week? Um, mine was really, really, really cool. It was cool. No real bumps in a row. Nothing worth mentioning. Um, just been on my bullshit. Um, practicing and and all that jazz. Working hard and minding my motherfucking business. I hope you're doing the same, bitch. <laughs> Um, man, uh, this show is going to be kind of a snoozer. It's been a, <laughs> I'm not, I'm just going to get you guys ready. Um, it's, it's kind of a slow week this week in the news department, but of course, Nicki Minaj finds her way into the mix. Um, Khloe Kardashian, it's always some shit with the Kardashians, so this week, we got the usual suspects, uh, but before we hop into all that, make sure you guys follow, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, because I don't do it for my health. Five stars for the five star bitch. You can actually now, for my Spotify listeners, you can review this podcast right up in the description box or um, on the shows tab. Get into it. Give me five stars. Let's get these ratings up. I know you guys are listening. I think that's, and I say that all the time, and I mean that shit. I think that it's very weird that thousands of y'all listen to me, but y'all kind of don't hit the bell button or don't review. What the fuck are you hiding? You don't want people to know you fuck with me? You don't want me to know I fuck with you? You know, you fuck with me? Like, bitch, I can see. I, I clearly, like... I can see where all my listeners are from the city. I damn near know your motherfucking address. Show me love, girl. Don't be weird. Smash that follow subscribe button. Mash that five-star review. Give me my tens. Give me my gots. On Apple Podcasts, give me a review. Five stars for a five-star bitch. Put some hearts and the ratings give me some love but all right let's get into this show okay the first hot topic comes from lovelyscott.com and it is featuring uh Lil Uzi Vert he is kind of popping his shit a little bit and I I'm kind of nervous Lil Uzi Vert raised his eyebrows by saying he's bleaching his skin okay um in his first tweet of 2022, Lil Uzi Vert says he wants to bleach his skin to the dismay of many of his fans. Um, bleaching my skin need umbrella, he tweeted. He warned his friends that he may be unrecognizable after the skin bleaching, which involves using chemical substances in an attempt to lighten the skin by reducing the melanin concentration. Oh, yeah. Announced, I don't know a person on earth at all. Brain been itchy. He wrote alongside the ghost emoji. So if you know me and I reintroduce myself, don't get offended. Thank you so much. Sign Boop. He has seemingly started calling himself Boop, a nickname given to him by his grandmother. Only thing I can remember is my grandma calls me Boop, he added. <laughs> That's kind of cute. 
Uzi's Twitter profile pic was a young Michael Jackson before he changed <laughs> it to the dancehall star Vibes Cartel to artists accused <laughs> who are being accused of bleaching their skin. Um, the Philly rapper has been known for his controversial looks. Last year, he had a pink diamond implanted in his forehead. The 11 carat gym cost a reported $24 million. And meanwhile, Uzi has been working on his long-awaited pink tape. Just before Halloween, he dropped the single Demon High. Uh, Lil Uzi Vert started responding to fans who were calling his bluff about bleaching. Um, someone said, tweeted him, no balls. He said, don't fucking test me. With a hugging emoji. Um, okay, so I I don't know what the fuck. I'm not that big of a fan of Lil Uzi. Um, the most as far as I know about Uzi is, you know, I know his little songs or whatever. I know he be showing out at his concerts a little bit, and I know that he likes to go and put twenty four million dollars worth of carrots, pink diamonds on his implanted in his head, like. I, I don't get it. I don't get the... I like Uzi. I like him as an artist. I love a free black boy. But I definitely feel like he is a stunt queen. I think that 24 carats... Because where the fuck did he get $24 million? Or 11 carats, I'm sorry. $24 million. Where the fuck did he get $24 million just to put in his motherfucking head? And it fell. You know what I mean? Like, it fell off his fucking head. That's some weird shit. I think this is another stunt to get people talking. I think Uzi be high and just sitting around talking crazy. Um, he might bleach his skin for the attention. Um, JT, get your nigga, girl. I don't ever want to date somebody. Okay, I, I was just talking to, side note, I was just talking to my friend um, about this, how I just feel like I would rather do everything on my own than to be with a nigga that I feel like I have to worry about every fucking day, be afraid of his next tweet, be afraid of his next outfit change, like, what is he going to do at these people's restaurant, Lord? Um Lord, do I have to worry about this nigga getting too high, too drunk? Like, I've been with people who have been a mixed, like, one of select things, and I put them niggas out. I couldn't imagine just constantly having to worry about what the fuck a nigga doing. All because he got a little money? You know, I don't know. I, he seems like a sweet guy, um, but I can't, I'm not like y'all. I'm not built like y'all. Like y'all bitches are bionic. Like you niggas just be walking around here knowing your nigga cheats on you, beats on you. Um, living foul is weird. Living weird. Um, doing a lot of weird questionable shit. Um, stutting on the gram, doing a lot of questionable things. And y'all just be walking around here and be like, so I love him. Knocking your fucking head between the washer and the dryer. You know, throwing you on motherfucking plasma TVs, having your cat scurrying and your baby crying in another room. Like, all because y'all love a motherfucker or because he provides or... I, I, I want to believe that it's because y'all are so much stronger than me. I don't want to believe that it's because y'all are really weak. 
bitch made hoes. Like, I have a reputation. Like, a nigga, you move funny. You cough at me weird. Don't fuck around and let me have my mask off. I know you're not vaccinated and you coughing. I'll never talk to you again. Like, that's what a tight shit. Nigga, you put my life in danger. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But not like, not really, but just kind of. Like, I run a really tight ship. And maybe that's why I'm not married. You know what I mean? Like, maybe that's why I'm... But I don't give a fuck about all that. Like, fuck that. Like, I'm not about to be around, have all my spare time taken up by some nigga who I don't give... You know, who don't give a fuck about me or don't give a fuck about himself. Like... Walking around here put implanting pink diamonds in your fucking forehead. And you walking around here, JT, like it's cool. It's not hot. It's not lukewarm. It's not cute. Like it's it's none of this sort. Like, nigga, people are sick out here. People are dying. Nigga, $24 million. Where are you getting this money from? Can you $24 million? Nigga, we could have bought a house. But y'all support y'all niggas. I don't know. Shout out to JT. I don't, I want to be like, I, for real, like, people be thinking I'm being funny. You know, people be thinking I'm funny, but like, I'm for real, like, I do. I wish I could be more like you bitches. You know, y'all better than me. (laughs) Y'all are motherfucking better than me. I'm not. I cannot. I cannot. I'll miss a nigga every day before I ever let a nigga lay with me and wish this nigga was gone. Switch a nigga out. I'm I'm not about to come home in fear of what crazy shit is this nigga going to say next? What is he going to do? Um... I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Uh, Hats off to y'all. Hats off to you bitches. But honestly, no bitch listening to this show is living like that, right? This is bad bitch only radio. Like, bad bitch radio, you're you're not letting a nigga whoop your motherfucking ass, are you? You're not letting no nigga talk to you crazy and your shit. You're not letting no nigga rock driving your motherfucking car, leaving you at work stuck like Chuck. <sighs> not you, bitch. No way you letting a nigga look at you crazy or swing on you or talk to you crazy. Like, like it ain't seven billion niggas sitting right at that motherfucking door. No way, right? Not you. You got your own shit, right? You got your own mentality. You got your you 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 have your self-worth. You have your shit in line. Your chakras in line. You got you work on your shit. So I'm not even worried about losing you bitches. Let's move right the fuck on cuz <laughs> wrong audience. Let's go on to the next hot topic. Um uh, but before we get into the next hot topic, make sure you guys um keep social with me on um 
Twitter, twitter.com slash Carmine Davis. I'm Instagram.com slash Carmine Davis show. Instagram.com slash Carmine Davis. Um, and last week, speaking of Twitter, we do our weekly Twitter poll. We talked about Megan Thee Stallion and her unfollowing um, Nikki and a couple other people. And we, I talked a lot about my sisters, my black women, um, who I'm very proud of moving up in this industry. A lot of them using rap as a vehicle to become millionaires and become, um, move up the upper echelon. And a lot of these bitches are rapping, they're spitting and they are competing against niggas and each other. And last week I launched a Twitter poll. Do you, do y'all think that it's important for women to compete for job status and money? 65% of you said never. Wow, 35% of you said, oh, hell yes. I think that's crazy. What y'all think they should compete about? Who got the best cake recipe? They should be fighting niggas in the club. I mean, bitches in the club for their nigga. Niggas in the club, too. Like, no, women should be competing for jobs and spots. And and I think people have this mentality. I actually thought about it after I hung up with you. I hung up like... <laughs> People tell me all the time how they feel like this is like a phone conversation with me. But like last week when we stopped talking, girl, like I had thought about like how I, I don't know. Like, okay, I can imagine being a black actress, right? I can only imagine. And I can imagine how there's so many so few roles. They're more opening up. Yeah, yeah, more people, more roles. You know, they don't have to compete as much. But there's still competition. There's not enough roles. There's not as many roles for black women as there are for white men. Like, there's just not. So, I can imagine being a black actress. You're going to be around other black actresses. You're going to be friends with these people. And imagine a big role coming out for the next Marvel comic book movie. You're all going to go out and try out and compete for it. You two, your best, you and your best friend might get callbacks. And one of you might get it and the other one might not. Does that mean that y'all can't be friends? I think that's the issue that people are looking like having problems with. A lot of times people will fall out because of situations like that. Um, it breeds a lot of insecurity. I'm not talking about competing in an insecure fashion. I'm talking about bitches bringing home the bacon, both of us taking our ass out here and trying and getting to the back. And I think that that's where I have to remind myself that where I'm different than other people, I don't operate in fear. I don't operate in a place of mania or um, doubt like that. Even if I think sometimes, like sometimes I can, I peep and I'll be like, I don't think this bitch really, really likes me. I'm going to treat these people like a friend until they give me a reason to see. You're going to have to eventually show me. All right. And then you're going to, you operate in a sense of, competition like unnecessary we competing for the wrong thing and you don't really really like me like that because I'm achieving and you're not 
I'm gonna get the bitch away from me. Because I feel like that's important to have in a friendship is that we both should be able to go out into the world, jump through hoops, jump through flyer rings, come back and with our things at home and be able to talk about our day without, oh, this bitch got 10 and I only got eight. Fuck her. No, she got 10 today. I got eight today. Fuck, you know, that's cool. You know, congratulations for her. You know, how did you do it? I want to get 10 next time. 10 of any, you know what I'm saying? Like 10 being a number, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it doesn't mean I'm really happy for this person. I mean, it means, you know, like you have to kind of remind yourself that you're happy for this person, especially lifetime friends or real ass bitches. Like you can, you don't have to be lifetime friends. One thing about me is when I'm, I spot a real bitch, we click. Because the real one thing about real ass bitches and, and and bad bitches is that we know what we weren't always there. You don't wake up ten toes deep. You know, life takes you through things. You have to know what it's like to be at the bottom, to be without. But the difference between, you know, just bitches doing bad and the bad bitches that we didn't stay there. That wasn't an option. People got their digs in on you. They laughed because you didn't have this shoe or you were living like this or you were living like that. But that's not where you were today. And that's what makes you a bad bitch. A bad bitch could be on welfare, HUD, uh, food stamps, right motherfucking now, wick. You're doing what you have to do to keep a fucking roof over your head. A bum bitch is going to let all that shit slide because she don't want people to look at her funny. So you sleeping on couches. You sleeping on people's shit. Sleeping in your car. Even if you were on all those, those places, it's the motivation, it's the mentality that makes you a bad bitch. You could be in your motherfucking car right now. She got a game plan. You ain't going to be there next year. You're on HUD and WIC right now, but you're not there next year. You got your mind right. You're getting your mind right. Nothing nobody can say can persuade you or dissuade you that you are not a bad bitch. Because you're not, you're not staying there. And no other person around you should make you feel bad because that's where you are right now. I have friends who are doing, who live in, hoods you know who who have food stamps don't get mad at me because that's not my reality you know what I mean like but that who's to say that if I didn't do things differently that that would not have happened to me I don't judge you don't judge me and that's a bad bitch and as friends when you're when you have a group of bad bitches and successful people there has to be an understanding that we all won't have the same amount of everything at one point. You know what I'm saying? And you have to truly be happy for people because you knew that they didn't have before. They got 10 today. They had seven last year. Congratulations, my best friend. I might still have seven, but I'm, I got my motherfucking... I got a game plan, bitch. That doesn't mean I have to hate you and stop being your friend. So that's what I, going back, that's what I think is important about competition. 
I think it's important for for you to never be afraid to compete with someone, friend or not. Because, bitch, we got to get it. Somebody got to get it. I'd rather my friend get it than some bitch I don't like. You know what I'm saying? So I guess that's where I was coming from with the the idea of competition. I feel like people look at competition like it's not the root of life. We have to compete to survive. Um, there's not enough for all of us people of color to not have to compete, but that doesn't mean that we don't have to um, respect each other and love each other and um, appreciate each other and congratulate each other. So I guess that's, long story short, that's what I meant by that fucking Twitter poll. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, Thank you guys for um, tweeting with me, playing with me on the Twitter. Moving on to the next fucking hot topic. This is from lovebeescott.com. And and speaking of what I was trying to say, uh, Nicki Minaj explains it all. Again, this is from lovebeescott.com. Nicki Minaj says she and the city girls have made amends. Congratulations. We love hearing this. Nicki Minaj and the City Girls have set aside what happened to what happened in the past after having a great convo, according to Nicki. On Wednesday, February the 2nd, the Pink Friday rapper took to Twitter to announce that she and the rap duo worked things out after she gave an interview saying that she wouldn't collaborate with them because they previously tweeted negative things about her. Just had a great convo with the girl JT and Young Miami 305. She tweeted, let's move on and make new memories, y'all. JT retweeted Nikki's adding, Sag sister, thank you for your time, your advice, a true queen. Love, I love you. While Young Miami wrote Queen Tings with a unicorn heart and a heart emoji. Um, during an interview, a recent interview um, on the Morning Hustle show, Nikki explained why she would not do a record with the City Girls. Well, I don't know, she said. What I will say is that a few years ago, I saw a video of them and I asked someone on their team at the time about them. I was thinking about jumping on a record, one of their records that was out at the time, and then social media happened. The Seeing Green Spitter suggested that JT in Miami said negative things about her in interviews and on social media. You know, people will always say something about someone as an an artist, Nikki continued. The thing is, whenever you post something on the internet, it's there forever. Whenever you say something in an interview, it's there forever. She added that the issue was let go, but said, why would I work with someone that does not like me? Previously, the City Girls publicly shared that they were Team Cardi B during her feud with Nikki. The Barbs also unearthed several negative tweets about the Itty Bitty Piggy MC that were written before the duo gained mainstream success. Um, I understand Nikki a, a lot. She does say a lot of things that I don't agree with and I don't understand a lot of her ways. But majority of her ways, I completely understand. Um, I think it goes back to Nikki um, it goes back to kind of Okay, let me start by saying this. I think it goes back to um, the idea that Nikki is in a place where she doesn't have to work with anybody that she doesn't want to. 
So the people that she works with, she has to, they have to have respect for her and she has to have mutual respect for them. That's called integrity. That's not called beef. That's not called being messy or this, that, and the third. Um, I think that is how someone moves when they are goaded and they are the best or have proven a, a legacy artist. Nicki Minaj has is a legacy artist at this point. The girls were young. They were probably honestly thinking that a... At that time, Cardi looked like she was championing Nicki. It didn't look that way. It looked like she was a problem for Nicki. And I think that it was... They were also label mates, JT. I mean, uh, the, the City Girls and Cardi. So it was more like a loyalty to them. They were going to be loyal to the people who were there getting bread with, who supported them, who they could reach out and touch. Nikki seemed to be a level way above them, and they thought that they were being loyal by saying that they were Team Cardi. When in reality, um, they are barbs. Even those tweets that they posted a long time ago... I understand where Nikki's coming from. It clearly, no matter what they say, it you hoes don't like me. So why the fuck would I write and work and, and run with y'all? Why are y'all reaching out? I, and I, it goes back to what I say all the time. There is a war against the bad bitch. Always. Always. At the time, the city girls weren't bad bitches. They were bitches doing bad. Let's be real. When they first started, them girls were rough around the edges. They don't know much about anything. Somebody took the motherfuckers out of their fucking projects and put them on these platforms. And they were saying and doing and behaving in ways that... Let's be real. Like, them niggas over there at QC didn't give a fuck if them girls made it or not. And they didn't give a fuck if they made it or not. They were trying to get the fuck out their hood. Like, they weren't rappers. They said that they were just trying to get money. They were trying to get out there, this situation. And I think along the way, they became women. They became grown. They got focused. Oh, we could do something with this. And once you become on another level, I've, I've been there, too. Once you, It's easy to villainize someone who is seemingly, ugh, you know, like someone who is a, above you, not above you, but like in a, a level higher than you. And you like, how the fuck, why the fuck would they do that? You know, or why the fuck, I don't got to listen to this bitch. Like, fuck this bitch. She's not my motherfucking friend. But once you get there and you flip it and the city girls, let's be honest, they have become a brand. Something got with JT got out. These girls got to it. Oh, we can really make money off of this. We can act, we don't have to go back to our hood. My mama's eating good. We can work. We can do this. People want to see us. We're a brand. People, people, white people want to see us. They want to book us for these shows. Wow, we could really do this. And then you have to realize that you made some mistakes along the way for the people who paved the way for you. But the same can be said, and I've said this, I'm not gonna go down this rabbit hole. You know, I'm trying to keep this shit short. 
I got to go and eat Mexican today. You know, it's Thirsty Thursday. Get my margarita on. But I feel, and I've said this before on a previous show, Hardcore, um, where I feel like the same, I felt like Nikki feels the same way or the same thing happened to Nikki with Kim. And I don't think that Nikki will ever be in a place, her and Kim will ever be in a place where she can admit that out loud. Maybe one day we'll see it. I don't think that Nikki handled that situation as best as she could. The whole car, a little Kim and Nikki issue was not just Kim being jealous. That's the way you spun it. You do know that there were things at hand. I think we all know that there were things at hand. There were things going on. She was doing shit she didn't have no motherfucking business. Saying things that she didn't wasn't supposed to say. And that's why the relationship happened that way. And I think when the whole Nikki hate train thing happened, when Cardi and all these girls were coming up and it was we didn't know if Nikki would make it another era. We didn't know if we would kind of see her ascend again. It was easy to pick with her. And I think at that time, the difference was is that Nikki's machine is a lot bigger and stronger than Kim's was because Kim's machine, was there was nothing like it before. It was the first of its kind because of Nikki's machine. Kim's machine can roar and and be harder than ever. The same way why the city girls can have the vehicle and the branding opportunities that they have now. But until Nikki does right by Kim, there will always be discourse. Like I said on the show, until... The mama do right by the grandmama. All the kids is about to act a goddamn fool. Like, and not that I'm saying Kim is the grandmother, but she is the mother. Like, Nikki did what she did, and she took it a complete to the moon, to the to the to the moon. But the integrity of the shit is Kim's. The same way that the 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 heart of this shit of these girls coming up and branding themselves is Nikki. Do you know what I'm saying? I think that's going to be the new Twitter poll this week. Do you think that Nikki and Lil' Kim will ever make amends? And do you, or do you think that they should tap in with me? Twitter.com slash Carmine Davis. Um, I'm going to post a link to the poll in the description. Tap in with me. Let me know what you think. I think until those two come together, I don't want them to do a song together again. You know, I think that'd be hot. Um, I don't want them to even just a tweet with each other, a, a, like letting people know. I think that would even make Nikki feel better. Because in reality, bad bitches for real don't like to dislike each other. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want discourse with each other. You know what I mean? Like, you want to make it, especially when you're truly fans of each other. I think they are fans of each other. So it's kind of hard 
to dislike a bitch that you like. Basically, they mad that they friends. You know what I mean? I think there's a lot of hurt there. The same way she she had the conversation. I think that's the difference is that she's willing to have the conversation with those girls. Kim was not willing to have those conversations with these girls. And I think that that's the difference. And I also feel like, backtrack, I feel like people want to make it seem like Nikki has issues with Megan the Stallion, but in reality, Megan, she has issues with Party. Partisan Fontaine, who is the writer and the ghostwriter to all of Cardi's tracks where she's dissing Nikki. So, in Nikki's mind, how the fuck are you dating a nigga who is writing all these songs about me? You know what I'm saying? But, whew. Lordy, 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 Lordy. Let's move the fuck on into this Kardashian shit. Khloe Kardashian and her ever-evolving um, looks is the third and final hot topic this week, um, coming from lovebeescott.com. Khloe Kardashian claps back at a fan who accused her of hiding her hands. Now, y'all saw them pictures of her fucking hand. Now, I don't even really know what looks what Khloe Kardashian actually looks like. I don't know what this lady looks like, for real. I, I could probably see Khloe Kardashian at the nearest Publix, and I wouldn't know who the fuck she was. Excuse me, ma'am. You know, I don't know what Khloe Kardashian really looks like. Is she going to look a black lady today? Is she going to look Hispanic, Lebanese? Um, is she going to look Puerto Rican? Uh, is she, is she going to look, um, Salvadorian? I, I don't know what the fuck she's got going on every day. Um, strange lady. Okay. Again, this is from lovebeescott.com. Claire Kardashian clapped back at a fan who accused her of hiding her hands after she got roasted for her appearance over the weekend. Now these shits look like claws. They look like, I'm going to tell you in a minute. Let me finish. The Good American co-founder shared a new ad on Instagram Monday in which she poses topless in a pair of jeans, but she noticed conceals her hands behind her hair. The post prompted fans to wonder whether it was in response to the commentary Kardashian received over the slander and pale appearance of her fingers in last Thursday's post. Oh, Lord, she's hiding her hands, one fan commented, to which the reality star responded, laugh aloud, never. My hands are beautiful, baby. Despite Kardashian's insistence that she wasn't hiding her hands, fans continued to make quips in the comment section. We ain't ever gonna see her hands ever again, one follower wrote. <laughs> Y'all put her scared to show, Y'all got her scared to show her hands now. Another comment is, she for real trying to hide her hands now. The former Revenge Body Star, 37, appears to be standing by the ad as she didn't delete it from her Instagram and says she moved on by showing people the before and after results of her grueling workouts. After three months apart, Kardashian captioned the post, which included a bulkier picture that she was first shared in September 2021, 
alongside her current snap of her noticeably slimmer yet more chiseled frame. She added, let's go, Coach Paris. We are sculpting my back and arms. This, the post served as the perfect opportunity for the former Cocktails and Chloe host to re- reel in some compliments from her famous friends. Okay, Chloe, I see you. Uh, Lala Anthony wrote. Baby got back, lol. Jonathan, food god, Shaban added. We're sure Chloe doesn't care how her hands look as long as they can count the cash. I doubt it. I think she does is concerned about how her hands look. I think Chloe Kardashian is very concerned about her look, and I think Chloe is very um concerned about what people think of her, or she wouldn't be changing her fucking look all the goddamn time. You know what I mean? Like, damn, like, bitch, how many motherfucking surgeries? And I, I'm, I am pro-surgery. I'm pro-changing whatever you want, honey. Like, but I am not pro these bitches changing their whole entire race every week. Every post, I'm not for, I, I applaud Chloe, you know what I mean? Like, I, you know, she's out here doing it. You know, we just named four business that she has, you know what I mean? Like, yay, you know, awesome. But at one point, you know, being a bad bitch also involves a mentality. You know what I mean? Like, you got to get your shit together, girl. You know, you letting this nigga drag you all through the motherfucking media and then you talk about how you want to have another baby by this man, a baby bitch. And then he fucked your, no, he didn't, but you know, he basically ruined your little sister's friendship. Like it was messy. And then now you being messy and shit on the internet and you got girl. And then I'm concerned with her spirit and her soul. Look at those hands. That's the hands of someone who has sold their soul. I don't know who wants it. I don't know. I don't know. But that lady needs an intervention. And y'all talked about fucking, y'all kill me with the fucking double standards. How the fuck can y'all sit there and allow this lady to post that she is in the gym with a fucking trainer getting her body sculpted? Like, this bitch is not sitting on somebody's surgery chair every other week getting her body sculpted by Dr. McIntosh in the Beverly Hills. Like, and y'all didn't say anything to her. Nothing. Lala Anthony's messy ass coming in here talking about, yes, girl, I see you. Bitch, you saw her before and after too. You and y'all let that bitch Jordan, um, um, what's her name? Not Jordan Sparks. Chloe's friend, jo- Jordan, uh, baby girl. Y'all made this bitch close her whole company because she got a Brazilian butt lift and trying to pass off like she has a uh, fitness app. She's trying to get money too. The fuck? That's why I defended her. Like, because y'all sitting here 
uh, talking shit about this girl and, and what's her name? Jordan, uh, Jordan Woods, Jordan Woods, the Woods girl. Y'all talking shit about this bitch and y'all are put these. I don't even know what these women really look like anymore. Like every time I see them, I'm like, baby, who is this? These bitches are not living right. And y'all support this shit. Because they're white or white passing. Like, that's some crazy, that's some crazy shit to me. Again, I'm gonna say fuck Chloe Kardashian. Like I said, fuck um Kim Kardashian. Um, I'm I'm cool with Kylie. You know, I'm not really mad at Kylie all the time. I think she does a lot of questionable shit. Um, and I also feel, but she's the close, like, she likes to stay her race more than the others, but you know who I'm really, I love Kendall and I love, um, I don't really love Chris because I feel like as if there's something wrong with the bitch, there's something wrong with the pups. And I feel like until Chris does right by, by herself and the word and the Lord, until she gets right with the Lord. Chloe's hands are going to shrivel up and look like Skeletor. Your baby needs you, Chris. This is a cry for help. Getting a nose done job, you know, getting your chin chiseled, a little nip tuck, a little pullback, you know, it's cool. Your daughter is not 40 years old and she's had more fucking surgeries than fucking Elizabeth Taylor. In her fucking 70s, 60s. Like, girl, what's wrong with your babies? Go get your babies. Go get her. Go get her. Go get your baby. Chris, go get the baby. Go get her. She needs help. Go get the baby, Chris. You know, (laughs) I've probably been coming at this all wrong. It's Chris that I have a problem with. Not, I'm sorry, Chloe, girl, forget. I'm going to pull all that back. Kim, anything I ever said about you? Because you can never, you're only as strong as your foundation. That bitch, Chris, that's a, uh, that's a fucking mess. That bitch, Chris, Jenner, You need to get right, Chris. You need to get right with the Lord. He is coming. The rapture is coming. And Chris Jenner and the Chris Jenner Corporation is going to be left behind. I'm going to ask God to bring them babies because it's not their fault that they were raised by an evil bitch. How is your baby? If my mama saw him scrolling and looked at, and she saw a picture of me and said, who the fuck is that? When she just saw me at Target, my mama would call me and be like, what are you doing? What's going on with your face now? This woman is double tapping and, and egging her on in the fucking comments. All for some interactions, some, some, girl, please. This woman done sold her baby and that poor Chloe, God bless her. That's the show. Pray for uh, the Kardashians, y'all. And 
we gonna have to rebuke that bitch Chris uh, I love y'all that's the show I am disgusted I will talk to y'all uh, later bitch bye Thank you.